0: My name is Tilden Moschetti, securities attorney with the Moschetti Syndication Law Group. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into Regulation D, Rule 506C, and go line by line through the actual regulation itself to explain everything that's going on there. When I was in law school, one of my professors told me a little secret about when there was anything that you were confused about what was going on was go to the rule itself and understand that, and that will explain everything, which is why today I wanted to go through rule five o six c in another video I already went through rule five o six b but it's useful to go through. 506C in case that's one of the options that you are considering for your own syndication or fund. So let's go ahead and open up the case the law itself. So this is the text of Regulation D Rule 506C. You can see it's in Book 17 of the Code of Federal Regulations Rule 230.506, exemption with that. Exemption for limited offers and sales without regard to dollar amount or offering. So I've cut out A and B here, and so really here's the law as of five hundred six C. So first, did we talk a little bit about the conditions that must be met in order for it to be a uh, to fall under here? And there are some specific or there are some general considerations. First, it must satisfy all the terms and conditions of 230.501 and 230.502 A and D. So those are here. 23501 is the uh, where all the definitions and terms are described. Most importantly, probably for 506C people is that uh, accredited investor definition under 501A. Uh, We also have a video about that and if you're more interested in uh, finding out what an accredited investor is. Uh, Rule uh, 502 is uh, the general other general conditions that must be met. Now it says in 506C that it's A and D. So here we're talking about integration under A. What that means is if let's say a fund put together multiple offers, right? So it put together an offer, this offer, and then this offer and this offer, maybe they'd have one under 506B and then one under 506C. It says that, well, this is how we need to first determine whether those offers should be integrated. So by integrated, of course, we mean Should they be considered one and the same? That's always a consideration of ours. And it's also important, especially if you're thinking, well, I'm gonna do a 506C, but I'd like to do a 506B because if it becomes integrated, suddenly you've got a problem. You've got those people who came in on a 506B because you did it later maybe if it's integrated, then those people came in incorrectly because they saw your advertising. So uh, integration is a big deal. 502 D is limitations on resale. I also did a video on the limitations of resale. Basically, you should not be buying that security in order uh, to with the intent of selling it. It is not a speculative purchase where you're looking to sell it into a market. The SEC is not interested in you putting out offers where investors are going to create their own markets. So that is certainly true. So that is 506C1. Uh, there are specific conditions as well that need to be addressed. Um, but really, we're talking about one specific condition. The status of the investors must be accredited investors. We know that. So all investors must be accredited investors. Now, how? what further are they talking about? It's this it's this verification of the accredited investor status. So that's what the SEC ultimately wants to do. It's saying that yes, you can advertise or make a general solicitation of your offer to the public, out to the world, except that it must that you must have verification that this accredited investor is a in fact, an accredited investor. It is almost certain that the best way to do this is to rely on third parties to verify We, in order to verify that they're an accredited investor, you, the issuer, must take reasonable steps to verify that they are. Re- the best way and the simplest way to prove that you've taken reasonable steps is to rely on third parties. So that means in this case, a written confirmation, and this under C is just an example, a written confirmation from somebody such as a registered broker-dealer who has uh, knowledge about whether or not they are a, uh, an accredited investor or an investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. This could be somebody who's their registered investment advisor, their RIA, uh, who has knowledge of what their account status is uh, and whether or not they are a accredited investor. A licensed attorney uh, can say whether or not they are. Now, the attorney needs to know that person and needs to be knowledgeable about the fact that they are. For example, I have written a letter or two like this for not for clients and not for inve- but for investors that I knew and I looked over their accounts and I verified that they were in fact accredited investors under the rule of 501A uh, that they qualified for that. And so I felt comfortable writing a letter that confirmed that, in my opinion, this person is an accredited investor under Rule 506-1A and would therefore invest in, a, in a, uh, an offering that was under Rule 506-C. Uh, uh, lastly, is a certified public accountant who's duly registered as well. They may have those same that same kind of knowledge. They should have that. From uh, the investor or from their workings with that investor of their financial position to be able to determine that they are in fact a credited investor. Um, those are just uh, some of the ideas on what uh, that the SEC gives in terms of what it is. There are companies that also give uh, a certification of that person being an accredited investor or not. Now, in order to be compliant with that, almost all of them will have an attorney on staff or a accountant on staff who also supervises the work to verify in their opinion that they are an accredited investor. And then they issue that certificate, uh, which can be sent to you as the sponsor of the security. So this is the deep dive into Rule 506C. You can see there's actually not a lot going into it. Under Rule 506C, you can raise an unlimited amount of money. You can raise over, you can raise up to a year or longer if you extend it. But what you have to do is make sure that you qualify uh, that. We're talking about accredited investors that you obtain this verification of their accredited investor status and that they know also that they, uh, that there are these limitations on resale and that there is a possibility that offers could be integrated with each other. And so you need to consider what that effect would have on yours. My name is Tilden Moschetti. I am a securities attorney with the Moschetti Syndication Law Group. I put together a lot of Reg D 506 C offerings for syndicators, for funds, for businesses, all sorts of things in order for them to be able to raise capital legally without registering with the SEC. They only are making a filing under Regulation D. If I can help you, please feel free to get a contact with me and uh, we can have a conversation and see if I can help you.